This episode of the MedBullet Step 1 podcast will go over the topic of hemophilia from the hematology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A four-year-old boy is brought into the emergency room after he is pushed on the playground. After falling to his knees, he develops grossly swollen and painful joints bilaterally where the trauma occurred. Aspiration of the knee reveals frank blood. Platelet count and PT are normal. However, PTT is increased. Now let's get into the episode. Hemophilia is a hereditary deficiency in coagulation factors and are characterized as intrinsic pathway coagulation defects. Hemophilia A is a deficiency of factor 8 and hemophilia B is a deficiency of factor 9. Both lead to inadequate generation of thrombin. In terms of genetics, both are X-linked recessive. In terms of epidemiology, hemophilia is almost exclusively seen in males. Hemophilia A and B are clinically indistinguishable. In terms of presentation, symptoms are similar in both hemophilia A and hemophilia B. You will see spontaneous bleeding or bleeding following trauma or surgery. You may also see hemarthroses or bleeding into joints, as well as easy bruising. On physical exam, you may see swollen and painful joints. On evaluation, you will see an increased PTT, which is corrected with mixing studies, which indicates a factor deficiency. In these patients, you will also see a normal PT, a normal bleeding time, and the most specific test is a functional assay for factor 8 or factor 9. The differential diagnosis for hemophilia is DIC, von Willebrand's disease, and platelet function disorders. The treatment of hemophilia for mild cases is DDAVP for hemophilia A, which will increase endogenous factor 8. For severe cases, you can use factor 8 or 9 replacement. Inhibitor cases should use immune tolerance induction. The prognosis for these patients is typically normal mortality. However, complications include musculoskeletal complications like synovitis and arthropathy. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, An 11-year-old boy presents to the emergency department with knee pain after being hit in the leg during gym. On presentation, he is found to have a swollen, warm right knee with significant bruising in his right lower extremity. He says that he has always bruised easily throughout his childhood, but has never had a joint injury like this before. Aspiration of the joint reveals blood in the right knee. Coagulation labs are obtained with the following results. Bleeding time of 2.5 minutes, prothrombin time of 12 seconds, partial thromboplastin time of 56 seconds. If this boy has a younger brother, what is the chance that his brother will have this disease assuming that neither parent is affected? And the choices are 1, 0%, 2, 25%, 3, 50%, for 75% and 5 100%. The correct answer to this question is 3 50%. So this patient with hemarthrosis and a history of bruising with an isolated increase in partial thromboplastin time most likely has hemophilia. This disease is X-linked recessive so his younger brother would have a 50% chance of inheriting the mutated allele from his mother. Hemophilia is caused by an X-linked recessive deficiency in coagulation factors that leads to a defect in secondary hemostasis. Boys will therefore have a 50% chance of inheriting a defective allele from a carrier mother, while girls will not be affected unless both parents pass a defective allele. Problems with secondary hemostasis result in deep bleeding such as hematomas, hemarthrosis, bruises, 
and prolonged bleeding after surgery. Laboratory studies will reveal a normal bleeding time because platelets are not affected in this disorder and a normal prothrombin time because the extrinsic coagulation pathway is also unaffected. This will result in an isolated increase in partial thromboplastin time. The most common version is hemophilia A, which is caused by a deficiency of factor VIII and can be treated with factor VIII replacement. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, 0% would be correct for a female sibling because an unaffected father must have a normal X chromosome and would therefore pass along a normal allele. Answer 2, 25% would be correct for an autosomal recessive disease because both carrier parents would have to pass a defective allele for the child to inherit the disease. The chance for each parent to pass the allele is 50%, so the combined probability is 50% times 50%, which equals 25%. Hemophilia is an X-linked recessive disease. Answer 4. 75% would be correct for an autosomal dominant disease from two affected parents because inheriting either defective allele would lead to disease development. Hemophilia is an X-linked recessive disease. And finally, answer 5, 100% would be correct if the mother was affected because the inheritance of either allele would lead to disease development. Since this mother is not affected, she must instead be a carrier for the disease. To leave you with a bullet summary, hemophilia most commonly affects boys because it is inherited in an X-linked recessive manner. And moving on to the final question. A 10-year-old boy presents to the emergency department with a swollen and painful elbow after accidentally bumping his arm into the kitchen table. His mom notes that he seems to bruise and bleed easily, but this is the first time he has had a swollen joint. She also remembers that her uncle had a bleeding disorder but cannot remember the diagnosis. Physical exam reveals a warm and tender elbow joint but is otherwise unremarkable. Based on clinical suspicion, a bleeding panel is ordered with the following findings. Bleeding time is 3 minutes prothrombin time is 13 seconds, and partial thromboplastin time is 54 seconds. Which of the following treatments would most likely be effective in preventing further bleeding episodes for this patient? And the choices are 1, factor VIII replacement, 2, intravenous immunoglobulin, 3, platelet administration, 4, vitamin K supplementation, and 5, von Willebrand factor replacement. The correct answer to this question is 1, factor VIII replacement. So the most likely diagnosis in this case is hemophilia. Remember that types A and B are clinically indistinguishable. Hemophilia treatment involves replacement of the missing coagulation factor. In hemophilia A, the missing factor is factor VIII. In hemophilia B, the missing factor is factor IX. The history of bruising and bleeding suggests that this patient has a bleeding disorder, which is supported by the warm and swollen joint or hemarthrosis. Bleeding disorders can be divided into platelet disorders, coagulation cascade disorders, and mixed disorders. This patient's deep bleeding is characteristic of coagulation disorders with hemarthrosis slash bruising, but does not have any superficial bleeding such as petechiae that would indicate a platelet activity disorder. The lack of platelet involvement is further supported by a normal bleeding time. An elevated PTT with a normal PT suggests an isolated defect in the intrinsic coagulation cascade. Early onset intrinsic coagulation deficiencies are often caused by hemophilia. The diagnosis of hemophilia is further supported by the patient's family history of an affected maternal uncle since these disorders are X-linked recessive. 
distinguishing the type of hemophilia and evaluating for the presence of autoantibodies cannot be established clinically, but may be further assessed with mixing studies to see whether prolonged PTT normalizes upon administration of coagulation factors. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 2, IVIG can be used to treat idiopathic thrombocytopenic purpura by inhibiting autoimmune-mediated destruction of platelets. The normal bleeding time, as well as the lack of superficial bleeding, excludes this diagnosis. Answer 3, platelet administration can be used in patients who are thrombocytopenic. The normal bleeding time, as well as the lack of petechiae, suggests that the level of platelets is normal in this patient. Answer 4, vitamin K can be provided in patients who are deficient in vitamin K or on warfarin. Warfarin inhibits factors 10, 9, 7, and 2, affecting both arms of the coagulation cascade to cause mixed PT-slash-PTT prolongation, which is not seen in this case. Finally, answer 5, von Willebrand's disease can lead to deep bleeding and prolonged PTT by destabilizing factor 8. However, unlike this case, Von Willebrand's disease presents also with prolonged bleeding time and superficial bleeding since von Willebrand factor is needed for platelet adhesion. To leave you with the bullet summary, bleeding disorders should be evaluated in the context of platelet disorders or coagulation disorders. Inherited coagulation factor deficiencies are called hemophilias and present with an isolated elevation in PTT without affecting PT or bleeding time. Prevent further bleeding episodes by providing factor replacement therapy. That's all for this review about hemophilia. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the MedBullets Step 1 podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.